Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Cowboy. Hello. How's it going? Yeah. No Mace Show today. I'm see, back for see, these... Uh, see, that's how it's supposed to be read. <laughs> Flawlessly. I'm back uh, for the next two episodes. That's how you don't wrench somebody. Right. <laughs> I noticed you didn't try to jump in when you started. No, no, thing. no. I, I yeah. respect Hollywood. Oh, okay. I see. You know? I've known you too. I got long. two of them now trying to interrupt me before the oh. I get into the script. Oh, and we can get them pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So when I first jumped on, it was a little after you left, Cowboy. Okay. Um, I didn't have this copy down. I was just, I would say whatever. So Adam would go, okay, go. And I didn't know what to, I was just like. I remember those hey, days. Hey, welcome back to. And then right when I was trying to go, Maestro was be like, <laughs> yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So once I wrote the copy down, I I had like a a beat, yeah, a timing beat in my head. So this week, October October Horror Fest continues with 2016's Green Room. I'll tell you who was in it in the synopsis. We can go from there. This movie is directed by Jeremy Saulnier, and the movie stars Anton Yelchin. Joe Cole, Elias Shawkat, Imogen Poots, Imogen Poots. Sure. She's the punk rock girl okay. who survived at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. D- data. <laughs> oh, man. Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? No. Okay. Did you know it existed? No. Okay. We, we did this on the uh, spoilers preview, preview trailer thing back yeah, at the drone long Box time days. ago. And I remember thinking, oh, it's interesting. And I tried to watch it last year at some point, but Annie got freaked out because of the uh, the arm, the, the violence, the, the blood, the gore part. Yeah. Uh, which w- there's not a whole lot in this movie, but the parts that there was was it's like whoa, it was pretty brutal. <coughs> and uh, so she freaked out, and uh, we had to watch something else. Mm-hmm. I didn't get back to it until uh, watching it now, and glad I finished it. Mm-hmm. I saw this on Netflix last year. I always wanted to get around to watch it, and I finally watched it last year, and I was like, oh, this is, this is pleasant. This is a nice little surprise. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Would you consider this a horror movie, or is this more of a I thriller? Don't. It's more of a thriller to okay. me. And, and not so much horror. In fact, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking like uh, American History X, uh, but with a little bit more, more violence. Violence. Yeah. Okay, Cowboy, oh. let me ask you this, because me and Adam have debated about this. People consider Science of the Lambs a horror movie. Adam doesn't. No. What, what's your take on, do you think Science of the Lambs I, is a horror I think, movie? I wouldn't say horror movie. See, I have, a, I have a weird, you know, idea on horror movies. When I think horror movies, I think, like, there's got to be a being that's not real, uh-huh. you know? It's got to be, like, Freddy Krueger, you know? Uh-huh. Um, crazy stuff that's not real a ghost a demon stuff like that that's what i you know growing up that was horror Mm -hmm. you know that's what a horror movie was scary movie you have scary movie and you have horror okay this i wouldn't even say it was scary because Mm -hmm. there was never a moment where i was like oh my god you know i was scared but it, it was intense but not horror okay yeah. I don't think horror. That's the, I have the same mentality. There needs to be some sort of supernatural entity of some kind, some sort of that kind of work at play for it to be considered a horror and not just a, a scary movie or a suspense movie. And has to not be a real movie. 
Uh, it can your- be real. It can be real. <laughs> it, 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 it's like, like everything else. If it's set up properly, then it can be real. Like even aliens, they set that up in a way like, oh, that's of course never going to happen. But it's set up enough. We're like, all right, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm along with you for the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those kinds of movies, uh, even Saw does a good job of that, I think. Uh, well, that's horror. That, yeah, that see, but that that doesn't have a supernatural thing. But that's <laughs> I think because of the violence, it uh-huh. jumps over. Okay, if if it's not a supernatural being, it needs to be gratuitous uh, with with the with the killings. Okay, um, like uh, was it Happy Valentine's Day? Or Happy, Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I guess technically that's a slasher. Yeah, technically there's uh, okay slasher. Yes, because it's a person in a mask. But slashers are still horrors, are they not? Yes, okay. because that's Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, right. Right on Elm Street. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it's got to be slasher, or it's got to be supernatural. Okay, and if it's both, uh, which I, I think all of those are, because I mean, Michael eventually, Myers and eventually they get down that point because by the time we get to part eleven, it's like, well, how do we bring this guy back for the day? Yeah, yeah. Well, turns out he's supernatural. Good. Cool. Yeah. 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 Box checked. Well, you, you, we, we've talked about before. We have uh, thankful movies. Is that November? Yes. That's mm. as soon as we're with Horror Fest, we go into uh, Thanksgiving. All right, uh, thankful movies. So it's a nice, pal- it's a nice palate cleanser yeah. for those of us that aren't uh, as yeah. horror-y. That's why I created the month of November to be <laughs> yeah. the thankful movies. Yeah. But then, depending on where Maestro's pick is, right. <laughs> well, I, 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 oh, yeah. you don't allow Maestro to go first, no, because of the because of October, right? Yeah, you need, you need the cleanser. Yeah. because because <laughs> because he might he's going to pick some ninja robot movie that's going to piss him off. Yeah, but it's, the point is, I need to get past all the uh, the Oktoberfest movies and kind of <laughs> clear my brain again. Got it. So I'll generally pick it first. I, I, I want to <laughs> yeah. pick in a, a, a movie from my childhood. Okay, that I remember, and, and when I was young, it like freaked me out. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you know it. I, in fact, I know you know it because Rowdy Rowdy Piper's in it. D- I, is it they live? They live. Oh, Ooh, we already did that we one. Did that we on did the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? That was how long have I? That was like our fourth episode or something. Yeah, oh, that was a long time. That was ago. a long, long oh, time. Oh my god! Ago. Uh, yeah. Dang, I know well, then movie. I'll come up with another one because okay. I've got a bunch I of obscure crazy. You so hated much. it? So oh, dude, much. when I was young, when I was a little kid, and I watched that. Oh man, that was that so. Was Adam badass. doesn't really care for uh, John Carpenter movies. John Carpenter made that movie. I showed Adam episode number seven. Oh seven was they live. I showed Adam. We did the podcast. It was lost forever. Uh, we did Halloween, the <laughs> right. 1978 Halloween. Okay. And uh, Adam hated it because it was too slow. Yeah. Mainly because Halloween set the bar for every slasher after. So because he knows, like, through Scream and all these other movies, yeah. what happens, yeah. he doesn't appreciate the original because it, it, like, everything's been done already. Right. Yeah. Same reason I don't like the Arrested Development or, or but, those kinds of But shows. when you had to do They Live, you'd never heard of that movie before, did you? Uh, no, I hadn't. No, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Who picked that for. movie? Uh, I th- I Your coworker? You oh, yeah, no, it was a request. It was a it request. Was a I wonder if that's in the... Wow. Oh, we weren't taking notes back then. Damn. Somebody requested, someone that we actually know. I think it was you. A coworker or a friend. Oh, yep, yep. It was my coworker, Michael, at the time. That yeah. sounds about right. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Green Room, it is classified as a horror movie on Netflix. My take on it, it's more of a thriller than anything else. Oh, yeah. There are horrific things in it, yep. but it's not a horror movie per se. It's yeah. it's just a thriller. Yeah. So are you guys still doing the thing? Pretend we stop. We press yeah. stop. Yep. Movie you, just ended when we okay. the theater. So what did you guys think on it, Cowboy, on your first? Because you didn't know this existed. No. 
Um, What's your thought on it? At the the end, I was like, I mean, it wasn't. Honestly, I I was. I didn't care. Okay. I didn't care either way. Okay. I mean, it it was it was interesting, but honestly, I kept watching it, going, okay. This is like uh, American History X with more violence, you know? More gore. And that was it. And and I was just like, yeah, it's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, I want to watch that again, you know? It's like, okay. Yeah, I... I don't want to watch this movie again. Like, it's good. I don't think I'd... Uh, it's all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm I wouldn't glad. even say good. i say it's all right. <laughs> I'm glad to have checked it off the list. It's yeah. gone. I could say... Oh, was this it. A, it happened? It, yeah. It, I'm not upset that it happened, but it, it just happened. Okay. It's not like a, ah, oh, goddammit, I wish I'd never seen that movie. I'm glad, I'm glad I saw it. Uh-huh. I now don't need to see it again. And if somebody brings it up, I can be like, okay, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Never so, going to watch so it again. So they don't have to tell me, like, oh, you got to see it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, the funny thing is I had no idea what the movie was about to uh-huh. start off with. So I was like, green room, okay. It's going to be like a room that's all green, you know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. it being the, the green room before you go on stage, you yeah. know? It's like, but I'm like, why isn't the room green? At least they could have like made the room green. <laughs> so because it's in October and you don't know what it is, are you thinking... There's a monster in the I'm room. Thinking, like, well, like, what's well, going through see, your mind when you first Especially after Midnight Meat Train. We, we, <laughs> talked about, we talked about horror, you know. Yeah. Okay, Midnight Meat Train. Um, the lizard people at the end is your extraterrestrial <laughs> beings, you yeah. know, I guess. But even without them, I would consider that a horror because it has to deal with, like, a murderer, like mm-hmm. a vicious a serial killer. A serial killer. Yeah. You know, that, that could be horror. Without uh, a demon or a ghost or something like that, this was was not that. It was yeah. just a, a band of Nazi fucktards that uh, <laughs> you know wanted to get their jollies off in their own little camp. You know, uh-huh. was it the Brotherhood or something like that? Uh, what they called themselves? Uh, yeah. or, uh, the organization. Uh, Patrick Stewart said, uh, "Remember, this is not a party; it's a movement. Movement, movement. a yeah. movement. movement. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know." Did we ever get an answer of why that chick got stabbed in the head? Um, so she was going to run off with Daniel. She was going to run off with uh, the guy with the spider tattoo. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Okay, and he had a bat in his trunk of his car that was evidence from a Easter raid. Yeah, something like so that. So he was going to run off with her. Okay, and he was going to tell the cops, "I have evidence that my ex." Skinhead group was responsible for that Easter fucking showdown. Uh, okay, that's why Patrick Stewart goes. Worm saved us all because he killed that chick. Okay, which led to them figuring out that he kept that. That sounds yeah. familiar now. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember. Did, did you watch the movie? I, I did. I'm I sure. did. <laughs> I, I, that, that part, because I, I, I remember hearing like a. Uh, there was a certain cue, and when he when he was supposed to kill her, uh-huh. uh, and but then that's the only thing that was stuck in my brain about oh, it. Wolf, uh, yeah, that's the song that uh, they were supposed to kill her, right? Yeah, but then they, they no, to that's the song when they were supposed to leave. Yeah, that, I, th- that, there was definitely a cue. The song was cue was for her to leave with the guy, but then that worm guy got to her, and okay. Killed her. So um, another reason I picked this movie is uh i don't know if i ever told you guys this story when i was 19 we were at a house party i i lived whittier for like half my life okay okay i lived in la Habra right next door okay. all my life santa fe springs is next to whittier i had a girlfriend yeah. in santa fe springs at one point okay we we're at a house party in <laughs> santa fe yeah, springs we're all connected <laughs> i was at a house party in santa fe springs and um we're all underage we're all oh 19. no it's pico never mind who cares it's okay we're all 19 we're all underage so we have to go to house parties right and the the oh, yeah 
the neighborhood we're in, it's like a predominantly like Hispanic neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So like a friend of mine was got drunk and he tried to flirt with a girl at the party and she like rejected him. So he got pissed off. So me, that drunk guy, and another friend, we went, we left and we went to the front gate of this guy's house, like across the street where his this guy's car was, right? Okay. And then he's screaming at the top of his lungs, and I'm like, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. And in the corner of my eye, I see three. Uh, skinhead like white boys one of them had a swastika tattoo on his neck and they all three had bats in their hands and, oh, and in the no. core of my eye I'm like oh fuck like this yeah. is gonna be interesting yeah so like I can't like run cause you know they're gonna fucking chase after me right cause like the, I know there's an audio medium but like yeah. where his car is where your like fire pit is that's okay. probably like where the gate to get to the back where there's like 40 people back there. All right. So I'm like, fuck. But luckily there was a girl out there like smoking a cigarette, getting some air and she saw them coming and she ran in the back. Right. So these guys, they came up to us and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing in our neighborhood? And I'm like, Hey man, this guy's drunk. I'm just trying to calm him down. And then one of them gets a bat and puts it in my chest. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, what's, what's to stop me right now from fucking whooping your ass? Huh? Huh? And I'm like, hey, man, I don't want any trouble. And then I'm looking across, and then everyone from the party comes. There's like 40 people, and then they see it, and they're like, oh, fuck. Like, they get kind of shook, right? Yeah. So now I go with, like, my friends. So now it was like 43 people versus these three, like, skinheads. Yeah. And they they look like Ed Norton in American History. They're, they're all tatted up. Um, Wife beaters. And then they start screaming, white power go back to mexico white power they start screaming and they start hitting their bats on the ground and then one of them swung their bat at my friend steven and he missed completely and in the motion when he swung and he kind of went down his older brother broke a beer bottle over his head and then everyone just fucking rushed all three of them wow and like we we just we had to get the bats at, like we we weren't, we weren't trying to like beat them to death we were just trying to get the bats out of their hands right Right. disarm them and then the house where the cart were me and my two friends were in the garage the garage door opens and there's like three vethodanos in there those are like uh retired cholos okay hey what the fuck's going on out here huh and we're like there's these skinheads that were trying to fuck with us and he goes uh get the fuck out of here he goes just leave them get the fuck out of here and then everybody just piled in the car and left and then as we were driving away we started hearing sirens coming Ooh. so that's intense that's the fucking scariest moment of my life dude i thought i was gonna die oh for sure wow. so when so in this movie when that guy was like hey that second song to last that was fucking awesome like i got like flashbacks like oh fuck like <laughs> what was the name of that song what was the name of that song it was a cover <laughs> so like this scenario of like being in a room with like that element, fucking frightening, dude. Oh yeah. Well, what I don't understand, like I don't know, were they just so the the the, the band that went to mm-hmm. the little Nazi camp? Yeah. You know that they, they got the deal to for three hundred fifty bucks yeah. to play there. And he's like, hey, you want to do something crazy? Blah, and they played that first song, and Nazis, fuck you, yeah. blah blah. You know? So that's a cover of a of a Dead Kennedy song or something. Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, Nazi punks, fuck off or but, something. But right? yeah, yeah. But what what I don't understand is what possessed Why? them to do that. You know, <laughs> to to fuck with them, <laughs> right? The rock and roll man, they'll do what they want. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's not a smart move. <laughs> yeah, no. obviously, all these uh, all these Nazi fucks in this yeah. uh, movement. Um, no, no, the Dead Kennedy song. Yeah, 
They should. Right. I, I never heard that song. It's, I thought, I thought it was a joke punk. when he said it's, that was a cover. It's all punk songs, you know? Like, <laughs> and, and so they sing it, you know, I don't know, wouldn't they think it was funny? And so they're like, no, fuck you, you know? They probably love every other Dead Kennedy song except for except that one. Except for the ones <laughs> we're talking about them. Right? Yeah. That's his humor. Understand. Well, like, when I see someone who's, like, hardcore punk, I put that with, like, people who look like like skinhead. Like, that scene yeah, in American History thing. X. No, here's the thing. The, I, I used to do um, – I, I, I used to work punk shows uh-huh. at the bowling alley when they used to have them. They used to have punk shows every Saturday night and sometimes Wednesday nights and sometimes death metal. And even on the punk shows, dude, it's not just all white skinheads, dude. You oh, mean, I know. You, yeah. you get the punks with the Mohawks, you get a lot of Hispanics, you yeah. know, all into the punks, the Ramones. And the, yeah, I mean, they're, they're all into all that shit, dude. And they're all moshing and stuff like that. So I'm watching this going, all right, you're just a bunch of fucking skinhead <laughs> Nazi motherfuckers, you know. They're not yeah. really – to me, they're not punk. Yeah. They're, they're fucking Nazi skinhead dipshits, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I have a different connotation when I look at punk because I see punks. It doesn't matter what color their skin yeah. is. The punk is also, punk. In, in the areas that we're we're in, where there's a lot more Hispanics kind of around, the punks to me, I, I always thought punks were Hispanic. Once I started seeing them being white, it was kind of like, a, oh, that's interesting. See, I was the other <laughs> way. I always thought punks were white until I started working these punk shows. Going, oh my god, there's Hispanic guys here, and th- there was even some rockabilly bands that played. In the middle of the punk shows, you know, with the stand-up basses and stuff like that. Yeah, Rocky Blue is all Hispanic. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Asians. What? Love Rockabilly. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know uh, that. There was an Asian Rockabilly band. Oh, shit. What was the name? I'll, I'll find out the name of it. They were fucking badass. Oh, the so the bass player too. The bass player holds the bass, and he leans it back, and the lead singer uh, jumps on the bass and starts singing as he's standing on the bass, and the bass player is playing it. You wow. know, it's like it's freaking nuts. I'll, I'll remember the name of the band, but they were a Japanese or Chinese uh, rockabilly band, and they fucking rocked, dude. They were really good. Anyway, yeah, whatever. To, to me, like white music was like uh, Blink One Eighty Two. That, that was that was that was white boy music. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the punk was. Pop, and then there's pop punk, like mm-hmm. Newfound Glory, oh, okay. Blink One Eight Two, yep. Simple yeah. Plan, yeah. Uh, Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne Heights. Heights is like pop punkish, right? Yellow Card, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I used to like all the songs. Inazuma was the name of that Japanese rockabilly band, okay. and, and, and they they sound great, dude. They sound great. I might actually have one of their CDs. So I'll have to find it. <laughs> So this band, they, they suck, right? They're, they're not a good band. They're, then, they're on tour, quote-unquote. It's all about the music, man. Why don't, why don't you sell any records at your show? Because you got to be there, man. It's all about the yeah. experience. Okay. Siphon some gas, man. <laughs> okay. So when you start a band, I've yeah. never, I, I don't know how to play any instruments. Right. I would assume you're starting a band to either make money or get laid. <laughs> I'm ass- okay. I'm assuming those are... Big Most bands, that's their motivator to start. Okay. So wouldn't your end goal be to make as much money as possible? Like, oh, yeah, I want to sign a record deal and I want to, like, make millions. Okay. Because Metallica, they always get shit for the for the Blackout or um, uh, Metallica, the, the Blackout. But, yeah, Black. Because it had, like, three ballads in it. And then people start calling Metallica, Metallica a bunch of sellouts. Right. Right? Because they got too popular with that album, I think that's still their 
highest selling with, with album the un- Unforgiven with Unforgiven. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> there's a joke. The lead singer Metallica. He, he says whenever people come up to us and they go, "You guys are fucking sellouts." He goes, "Yeah, we sell out every arena we go to." Yeah, thanks, man. buddy. What are your end goal be to like be signed and to sell records and to make money and get chicks? And I, I would have thought the so. End goal? I would have thought so, but I, I become a lot of friends with uh, the some some of the local bands, mm-hmm. and they just seem to be to like doing the music. And it's just it, w- w- if this gig pays for the next gig to get to the next gig, and then from that it just keeps uh-huh. rotating that way. And we just get to keep playing music. Uh, we're not gonna be rich, but this is what we, we just do. This this is what they love to do all the time. Uh-huh. So it's it's like whatever. If, if, if I could be doing this all the time, if I would get paid for this enough to survive, just podcasting and stuff, I'd be doing that. Yeah, I, uh, it'd be nice if I got rich. But, but I know, but I mean, it sounds like they don't want to make money at all. Yeah, no, these guys don't. These guys are awful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> these guys. Uh, they're, they're, I think they're too much into the, the fuck the system. Yeah. Uh, we're we're off, we're off the grid. We're, we're true punk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ugh, I don't like them. So I want to ask you guys: What did you think of Patrick Stewart as the uh, the leader of the group? Because he primar- he's Captain Picard. He's Professor X. He's primarily a good guy in every movie he's in. Right. What did you think of him as? as it was a believable. Bad guy? Uh, actually, that's that's the thing because when I when I'm looking at him, well, I mean, from the, the beginning of the movie, you don't see his face at first; you, you see the back of uh-huh. him, right? And autom- this is what I'm saying: I'm tainted by American History X. It's like the leader <laughs> of the group in American History X. He's got the same mentality almost. Oh, um, the uh, Stacy Keach, the the guy yeah. that he punches at the, uh, when he says, "Stay away from my brother." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost the same mentality. It's almost like Patrick Stewart watched American History X and goes, <laughs> oh, I, I need to act guy. like him. I got to be that guy. You know, exactly. Uh, that, that's exactly what I thought. So I, it was good. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, I, even with the, the way he was dressed and the makeup and everything like that, I, I'm, it's Picard. Mm-hmm. It's Jean-Luc Picard. You know, he's the captain of the Enterprise. I, I didn't like the accent. He he was trying to like Americanize it, but to me it looked like it, it felt like he was he was trying to suppress the Britishness too much. Uh-huh. Uh, that it, like that that was that was all I could focus on was it him talking? Is he, he's trying not to sound uh, the, the, like Sean Connery? Like, like uh, what the hell? He's trying not to sound like Patrick Stewart. Let, and, let him bleed. Yeah, it, it was it was. Yeah. I don't know. I, I it, it, it was really off putting for me. Uh, I like seeing him in that kind of dark role, uh-huh. but the, the, just the the fact. Well, I, I guess you, can you not be a British Nazi? Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, uh, there are some. Yeah. Okay, so why can't he just have an accent? He, he, he's from he's from overseas, and he came to show us how to be proper racist. <laughs> or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he came over here to show us how to be a proper whitey. Yeah. Well, the one thing I like about his character is when they're trapped in the room. And then he goes uh, to talk to him through the door. Yeah, I like that he gives gives off this like calming vibe. Like, oh, finally, someone we can reason with is here. Yeah, like I don't want any trouble. Just uh, just wait here. We're gonna call the cops. Everything's gonna be okay. And you then got, you and got then, a captain. Yeah, and then when the <laughs> and then when the cops came and they left, he goes, ah, sorry, uh, the cops are go- yeah. long. They came and went. They came and went, and we're moving forward with the situation. I like how at first they're like, okay, we got finally a voice of reason, and then they realize, oh, no. Yeah. This guy, he's turning on us. 
I do like how they like, oh, here, here's $600. I need you to stab him. Oh, yeah. The knife is under felony, so, you yeah, know. And you, shorter, you, yeah. You're okay. going you're gonna to get a misdemeanor, blah, blah, blah. But you need to stab him so we can save everything, you know. And then he takes the $600 back and he says something like, oh, it's insurance policy. Oh, it's we'll vouchers. Hold it. we'll vouchers. Hold it. Yeah, yeah, we'll hold it for you. We'll double it next time we see you or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you're watching this movie for the first time, are you wondering, like, why – like what? So you've uh, we you we eventually find out that they have like a Walter White like lab under the under the yeah. bar, and the whole bar is just a front. Yeah. When you're watching this for the first time, are you wondering like why don't they just kick the door in and just fucking oh, get them? Like, like like are you wondering like what what's what's going yeah, on? I was here? about to bring that up because the, the the whole thing is that they're they're trying to get him out so, so they, they can, can then set up stage. the crime at, yeah. the, at the ranch or whatever. Yeah, at, at the residence, Oops, or, and they're going to make it look like the dogs attacked them and 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 killed them. Uh huh. So. A struggle is going to be – the defensive wounds are going to be there no matter what because yeah. you're going against a dog. Yeah. So why not just have us run in there, grab them? Uh, they, they don't have a gun anymore. Mm-hmm. The guy's arm's already messed up. How are you going to explain that? <laughs> that was brutal. Yeah. At, at a certain point, it's just like, all right, it's, it's over. It, uh, it, uh, maybe they won't find the bodies then in, in this case. We'll just – bury them somewhere on the residence and it'll all be fantastic but it it, it was drawn out too much uh which led to a lot of suspenseful things but as far as like realistically speaking uh if this guy is the logical mastermind that he's portrayed to be the the problem solver guy then he 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 did a horrible job of (laughs) of thinking this out yeah Uh, all all these guys get the red laces in there and just all right rush them in or have them come out the room and then rush them. Uh-huh. Not just not well, they did that with the dogs. Yeah, but why? Why? Why with the dogs? Just, just have to them crea- all... to create the wounds. you don't like dogs to create the yeah. the wounds. Yeah, but the guy's arms already cut up and messed up, I know. and the other guy's already stabbed. You, you got you got multiple bodies here. You can't just explain away with dog bites. <laughs> I was like, oh, this dog bit him and then shot him. Weird. Yeah, very aggressive dog. Well, that's why they were saying, no, don't shoot them. Shoot her, but not them. Yeah. So what were they gonna do with her? They were just going to dispose of her. The, it was just the four people in the band <laughs> that to, they wanted to set up as getting eaten by the dogs in action because they had the van they had to stage there because people knew they were coming there. Yes. That's why. People knew they because were there. Emojin Poots mm. is not part of the band. So they're like, why, why is this person who's not in the band at this crime scene? Maybe we should investigate a little further. Oh, drug yeah. lab. I think that's the re- logic behind it. So when you find out it's a drug lab, are you like, okay, that makes sense? Or Yeah, it's like fine. <laughs> I mean, the- they got to make money somehow. They, you, there's no money in being a Nazi. What? <laughs> really? Is that a lucrative career choice? No, I don't know. I should be looking into it. I mean, I, I don't know what the money's like, but I mean, with the internet now, you can grow a big following and... I don't know. Sell merch. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that's that's your money making scheme. I'm going to sell T-shirts and uh, wrist and uh, wristbands or armbands. Yeah, get a GoFundMe page. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Fund my Nazi camp. <laughs> We're doing a movie. Fund us. Oh, Adam, I wanted to ask you this. Since you're an audiophile, yeah. What did you think of when they figured out the the hold the mic to, to get the dogs away to create the what? Is, what, what is that the noise? Feedback. The feedback. What did you think of that? Uh, it, it was it was weird the way that it was happening. Uh, well, first of all, the fact that all the mics and speakers were still on is uh, <laughs> sh- shouldn't shouldn't be that way. Oh, after when cl- after the place was empty. Yeah, well, yeah. It, soundboard. It's, it's, it's not like you turn on the light switch and then oh, sounds on. <laughs> there, there's a whole bunch of uh, even as right now. There's a mic uh-huh. over here that I, I have turned off. Yeah. Uh, 
why? Just because that's the way you're supposed to do it. Uh-huh. It's, it's a it's a lot, it's a hot mic. Uh, turn it off. Uh-huh. As soon as we're done podcasting, this soundboard goes off. Yeah. This doesn't just stay on in perpetuity. <laughs> it's no. I, I, people are walking on stage. Maybe someone will walk by and say, "Oh, fuck these guys!" Oh, the live mic. Oh, the crowd hears that you suck. You know, you know, my grandfather was a Jew. What right. was that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have live mics like that. So the, the fact that the live mics were even there is problematic. Uh, the, the the feedback. I, I think it eventually would have blown the speaker. Uh, after enough like loops, uh-huh. I, I, I haven't. It sounded really low for a feedback. Like it wasn't like ear piercing. And and the mic had to get right up into the speaker for it to to work. It doesn't need to be that close for Is feedback to happen. Is that how mics work with speakers? Yeah, because it's creating a loop where it's it's being it's amplifying a sound and then it's oh, being it's projected shot out. back into it. So it, it, it the, okay. the feedback is happening because it's a, it's a cycle catching up with itself. Okay, it's uh, kind of like an infinity mirror when you hold two mirrors up to each other. Yeah. There's a, it just it goes on forever. That's uh-huh. what the sound is doing. It's going on okay. a, a forever loop and getting louder and louder and louder. Uh, yeah, and frequencies are also playing as a part of that, but. Yeah, it, it it wouldn't have happened the way it did for as long as it did. That's for sure. If, if there was feedback, it would have it would have got really loud, and then I think the speaker would have eventually exploded. I believe. Okay. I don't know. I I'm not a botanist, so uh-huh. I don't <laughs> I I don't know how speakers work exactly. But you play one on TV. I do play one on TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you think of the end when they were like paintball, f- cutting all the <laughs> hair off, painting faces, and they fight back? It was it was weird, but I get it. Uh, it was like. We're dead, right? Might as well try. Game over. Yeah, game over, man. Let's just go for it. Balls to the wall. I, I'm going to go down uh, swinging instead mm-hmm. of just sitting here waiting to die. Uh, the, the the pace pain was a bit much. Yeah. But again, I'm going to die. I'm going to have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can see myself wanting to do that. If you were, if you felt like you were going to die. Yeah. I don't know if I mm-hmm. would, I, but I, I feel myself like, oh, I'm going crazy. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> just go out uh, swinging, and uh, but I'm sure, like within the first step out, I'm I got I'm, I'm hitting the floor full of, a chest full of bullets. There's one scene that I had a feeling might have pissed you guys off. Okay, Maybe, I, probably you. All right, uh, it's when those two red laces go in, and they see that um, he's in the basement, and then Emojin Poots just appears out of the couch under the cushions. Oh, yeah, I had a feeling that might have pissed you off. Uh Good thing no one had to sit down and tie a shoe or anything. Right. No, it, it, it would have pissed me off if it, it didn't seem like, oh, it's a horror movie, of course. It <laughs> seems like a out of the horror movie playbook. Okay. That, yeah, somebody's going to come out but of the See, couch. I'm watching this movie going, ah, Hollywood, this ain't a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it. It's, it's entertaining, but this ain't a fucking horror movie. I, I, I like that she used the corpse of her friend to, uh, oh, to, to get, get out of the shots. Yeah. They only had four shots. Right. Uh, I I don't like how the guy that went down there with a shotgun got scared. Three shots, like he, yeah, three yeah, three shots. He goes down there and he's like, uh, "Where and she, are you?" She's taunting him, going, yelling down to her friend, going, two shots left." You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one shot. Uh oh, and, and uh, she's got a gun now. We know this. Uh-huh. So he's he's going forward into the room to try to find the other guy, and she's like, "Oh fuck this!" Turns around and goes back. Like, eh, you don't have a choice. Yeah, she's armed. That guy's not. And you've seen this guy. You well, know he's like he, a little torpy. He is armed. He's got one arm. The other <laughs> one's, the other yeah, one's unarmed. He's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's duct taped. <laughs> yeah, he's, the other guy's ducked and covered. Yeah, uh, there you but, go. <laughs> but it's, it's just... 
I don't, I don't know why he got scared. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he, may, he might pop out at me. Oh, what a weird Nazi guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the guy at the end that they got, they let go away to go get the cops. Oh, the the the, the like bar manager. Yeah, uh-huh. was that the guy that the girl was going to run away with? No, no. The guy who was going to run away with was like, well, what they don't know is. <laughs> When he got oh, shot in the face. Oh, right, all right. Okay, so then what, how did that guy just all of a sudden be like, eh, I got a conscious <laughs> now. Weird. I don't got to be a Nazi anymore. Right. Well, because he was never really... He was really, just pressure washing the bar out of blood. Because he's not really like one of them. He's not a red lace. He's kind of like their... Oh, he's now? He's like their bitch, right? Right. So I think he realized like, fuck, I'm not, I'm not cut out for this. That's my guess. It's, it seemed like a um, the face turn uh, that I wasn't expecting. Oh yeah, that's the right term. Yeah. Face turn. Where he he was just a <laughs> he was kind of a douchey guy. Uh-huh. He seemed more business minded than Nazi minded. Uh, so I, I, I guess a little bit, but for at the end he's he's sitting he's sitting there wearing a, a, a butcher's outfit. He's got the pressure washer. He's cleaning up the mess of everybody else, and uh-huh. they see him there, and they're just like, "I ah, come with us." What the hell? Really? You're going to let that guy go? Uh, the guy that's been dicking you around the whole time? Shoot him in the face. You got bullets now? Yeah. No, just let him go. And then trust him to leave. Don't warn your friends, you crazy bastard. Go tell the cops. <laughs> you got it. I'll tell the cops, not my friends. <laughs> Weird. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't like how quickly the ending kind of just ha- happened. The, the, the face-off between Patrick Stewart uh, the paintballers and the uh, the dog oh, okay, owner, the yeah. Michael Vick. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it, it all was like it was too quick and it was over too quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Patrick Stewart didn't. I mean, he, he put up a fight, but it wasn't like a. I, I would have liked to see Patrick Stewart have a a monologue of yelling at the kids to kind of just be that bad guy yeah. and sell it, really sell it, mm-hmm. instead of just the quiet talking and uh, commanding. I want to see him go full Nazi, basically. Like, you punk kids! Yeah. <laughs> and then pull the gun out, and that's when they shoot him, and he goes down. Yeah. That would, I, but instead of just uh, walking away slowly, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, ah, I'm dead. As you're saying this, you know what just popped in my head? I was like, I was like okay, this guy's a, a, a drug pusher. He, he's leading a movement of Nazi fucktards. Yeah, but he he's he really really about that fire code. Is he is he does he not want people to get hurt? No, he doesn't want the fire department down there and smoot, snoop it around. Right, that just popped in my head. Yeah, okay. Why he's so adamant about the this is a fire hazard? Yeah, I just think he's he's one of those guys that everything has a place, uh-huh. and what, maybe that's why he's such a good leader because everything if everything's in the right place, everything runs smoothly. If uh, we got one weak chain, one weak link here, then the whole thing is screwed. Yeah. So everything needs to be in a certain way for the oiled machine or, or drug making to to work. Now, if you are in the position of these this band, uh-huh. okay, that's going to play there, and you find out it's a bunch of Nazis, do you cause commotion or just play your fucking set and get out? That's what they yeah. did, but she left the phone in the room. Well, no, no, no. no, no they, no, they, they, they wanted to play Dead Kennedy song. Oh, they, they yeah, changed. yeah. You, you go in there and just play, and get the fuck out. Play our four songs and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I have friends that are in bands that they go to venues that are are shitty and they don't like it, and even and the management is are being dicks, uh-huh. and they're just all right, all right, and we're done. Goodbye. Yeah, we're done. Bye. Yeah, and yeah. out. 
It's it's not a hey fuck you guys. Here's a song for the manager. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's a certain decorum that I think should be with artists that these guys don't have because they're not good. Yeah, they're not a good band. No. Well, the last song was pretty cool. Yeah. Second last song <laughs> was, was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Yeah. <laughs> Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I thought maybe you guys would like this. It was because it's not horror, and it's like it no, I, it's I, like I, oh, I didn't see that coming. I, I didn't think I was going to be. I didn't hate it. Did. Uh-huh. It just happened. It was like what Adam says. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It happened. Yeah, moving forward. I, I didn't realize all the complaints I had until I started talking right now. Okay, watching, I was like, "There's that. It's fine. It's fine." Uh-huh. I'll, I'll talk about his, his accent. I think that's the only main thing. But now I was diving in more, and it's like, "Oh, that kind of sucks," and that kind of <coughs> okay, but. Overall, I mean, not bad. I like how there's duct tape in almost every room. <laughs> They're able to find duct tape to mend something. Uh-huh. An arm. A bullet wound. What'd you think of that uh, box cutter to the gut? Oh, that, that was brutal. Yeah. I, I wanted that guy to die, but I yeah. didn't. That, that was also very abrupt. And like, whoa. And, but then also the fact that now they're trusting this girl that just went, just killed this guy. Uh, that was also kind of weird. Uh-huh. I kept I kept waiting for her to be a plant. Yeah, to do the heel turn. E- even yeah. at the end. Even at the end. Yeah. When 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 uh, uh, Patrick Stewart and, and the other guy, and then you had the the, the blonde, right? And the guy with duct tape on his arm. I don't remember their names. Whatever. And, and, and uh, the guns. Check I, I was yeah. waiting for I was waiting for her uh-huh. in that scene to turn on him. Yeah. You Me know. Too. Because we have no idea that it, whether she's a good or bad guy, and and this is a quote unquote horror movie to some. Right. That's usually what happens in a horror movie. Like, oh no, yeah. Jason's alive after all. Right. Yeah, that would have been perfect time on the on the ranch. Uh, you got the dog. Yeah, I got the dog. And then all of a sudden, uh, she's got the dog walking over and hi, uh, Fosh. Fosh. Yeah. yeah. And then he, the dog attacks. I wanted that to come back. They, they, that was the. They showed the gun. And they didn't. They didn't use it. The yeah. uh, the attack command is Foss. Uh-huh. And oh, they should have said Foss at some point. So one of them. Yeah. yeah. They why tell us what the command is? Just because. <laughs> oh, great! You know German. Fantastic! Uh-huh. You're, you're a true Nazi. Yeah. That's it. No, they should. They, they should have used that attack command at some point. Okay. Huh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I overest- Damn. I thought you guys really like it. Yeah. I really liked it when I first saw it. So far, it's my favorite. Out of the horror fest. Okay. <laughs> Before we wrap up, who's your desert island band? That was a question they got asked uh, by that by that uh, uh, journalist. Yeah. Do you guys have an answer? Hmm. That means they're with you on an island. No, or? the that means you have their catalog. You can only listen to them on a desert island for until the day you die. Oh no. And because they all they were all trying to be like Dead Kennedys, man, uh, fucking Ramones, man, and I like before they went out, Prince for me, like they revealed who their actual true bands were. Yeah, like, I don't know, Britney Spears, but you're not gonna like you're gonna edit that, right? Oh, I can cut this down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I might have to go with Sinatra. Okay, it's a giant catalog. Yeah. So you have a ton of variety. Yeah, you got Christmas albums. Yeah, for every yeah. every occasion, you got it. You got it covered there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's kind of tough for me because I'm so eclectic with my music. You know, I my, my, my initial thought was going to be Linkin Park, 
and, and then like no, let me let me uh that's not good for all occasions that's then rap pack of course yeah sinatra man <coughs> i don't really listen to music anymore so i don't know what mine would be all right can i say a podcast i was about to say can, can i do like a whole catalog of a podcast right i'll take uh the itunes podcast store as yeah, my catalog. You <laughs> would you take marin or nerdist to the desert island uh nerdist especially now Okay. Hardwick has gotten all enlightened, and uh, all of his super positive messages I think would be good to have on Desert Island. Okay. <laughs> Instead of Marin's like, yeah, yeah, now sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're on an island, just kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go to, with uh, Tim Conway Jr. How about that? Yeah, Let's Tim Conway look Jr. at you. <laughs> the Magic Academy. Forget, forget music. We just talk what? with him. Right. Get some That'd stories. Be great. Yeah. With uh Brian Whitman. Brian Whitman. <laughs> that that would that would make it very interesting. Yeah. Because eventually he would I think turn on Whitman. <laughs> we, we'd end up eating him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh the actor, the main guy in the back, the one who got his arm chopped, he died a year ago. Do you know how he died? That young actor? Uh mm. it was a heart attack? It was it was some sort of it was not natural causes? Dog. He got ran over by his own car. Oh. So he has a little incline at his place oh. like you. Okay. So when he was leaving, he, he thought he put his uh, – like he had to manually open his gate or something. So he thought he put it in park. So when he started walking out, the thing was in neutral and it just kept moving forward and it pinned him against the, the, the gate. The gate and oh, crushed him. fuck. So that, so that actor is dead. Yeah. Wow. He was and Chekhov in the Star Trek. In the newer Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. Chekhov and – Picard in the same movie? Nah. Uh, you know there's a new Picard show, right? Yeah. yeah. I've seen CBS. previews for it. All Access, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I might have to CBS it. Yeah. Well, that was... Uh, let me get back to my copy here. Is our opinion of the movie? Like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions with zero credentials. <laughs> now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, you don't get to choose this a lot of times, so go no. ahead. Uh, let's start with the uh, the bad reviews. Okay. How about we go good? No, I'm just kidding. Adam Graham of Detroit News says, Saul Nier has a gift for creating nail-biting tension and gets superb performances from his cast. But story-wise, he paints himself into a corner from which he can't escape. Uh, Guy Lodge of Variety says Characterization and emotional investment However are in disappointingly short supply While crucial tension is permitted To dissipate in an anticlimactic Final third All right. Yeah. That's what you were saying Now the good reviews Uh, Scott Marks of the San Diego Reader says It takes a while for the solid premise to unravel And for the better portion of its running time Green Room functions as a highly effective thriller Jim Slotek of the Toronto Sun says Jeremy Saulnier's little genre gem, little genre gem, yeah. is simply told <laughs> and smartly executed with a little bit of everything from snarling dogs to bloody murder to the innate fear evoked by the backwoods. Okay, it's and not wrong. <laughs> finally, Chris Nashawadi of Entertainment Weekly says, "What makes Green Room more than just a giddy, gory slice of Gonzo B movie B movie mayhem?" is both its ace cast and the vice-tightening mastery of the man pulling the strings behind the camera. Okay. okay. Maybe, maybe too good for that guy. And now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show yeah. where I make the guys guess. 
the uh, score of the movie based on Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's go with the audience first. Uh, there's There wasn't a whole lot of talk about this from anybody. Nobody told me I need to watch this movie. I, I knew it existed only because we did the trailer for it. Uh-huh. Uh, so audience, if people did watch it, they weren't talking about it. So that leads me to believe it's going to be lower. Uh, but it's, it's still, it wasn't a bad movie. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'll go 43. Okay. I was going to say 42. Ooh. I was gonna One dollar. I was just going to blurt it out, but um, I changed it. Uh, let's go 49. <coughs> Excuse me. 75% from the audience. What? And now the tomato meter, the oh. critics. Did that throw you off? Yeah, that threw me off. 65. 65 critics. This does seem like one of those critic bait, what do you call it, Oscar bait type movies? Uh, let's put Patrick Stewart in a bad guy role. Ooh, uh-huh. nobody's seen that before. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna win so many prizes. Uh, I don't know. Although I think if I if I heard correctly, there's only two bad reviews that you listed and three good reviews. Or did you do three of each? Three good, two bad. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Getting good at that. Yeah. So I'll go seventy four. It's certified fresh at ninety percent. Wow. With the critics. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I, I feel like I would have heard more about this uh, as well as it did. Small movie. It was uh, made by A24. A24 does a bunch of like small indie. They do a lot of horror movies. Horror movies that are like critically acclaimed. Oh, it's not horror because it's okay. like good. I remember seeing the the intro the with the uh, the A and the twenty it's scrambling to yeah, the twenty four. Yeah, I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. So Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman yeah. weren't in this. So the explain to me the Gary Oldman add-on. Uh, he's just awesome. I think. We did, did you guys do a Gary we, Oldman we, movie? We, what happened? One? What happened is what we, we did do? Air Force One, uh-huh. and we started talking about all these movies we've done. Oh, that was Gary Oldman. Oh, that was Gary Oldman. Uh, Harry okay. Potter. That was Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Oh, this is Gary. That's what you always say to me. Yeah. Where I'm like, he was Dracula, and you were like, oh shit, I didn't yeah, know that. What? So there was one. There was one episode like, oh, so Paul Giamatti wasn't in this, and I was like. I can't picture anybody being in this, but I can picture Gary Oldman being okay. in this. And there's like, oh, let's do two of them, you know? Yeah. And so I was like... Because that fits, too. I mean, yeah. I, if anything, I think Gary Oldman might be more of a chameleon. Uh, or he, you know, obviously he is. Yeah. Uh, he, could put, he could be plugged into anything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's better uh, for a different reason that it's better for Giamatti, but yeah. it's still better because of him, I would think. Well, uh, this is the part where we ask... You substitute yeah. someone or these two out. I I think I already know the answer. Okay. Giamatti's the bar manager and Oldman's the dog handler. Okay. Uh, I I go Giamatti as the guy that got his stomach uh, slit open. The the big guy who yeah. has to guard him. Yeah. Okay. He'd have to work out a little bit. <laughs> but um, yeah. seeing him as a, like the the dick guy that he is, like he, he, I think that would be good. And as much as it pains me, I'd I'd rather have him. Be Patrick Stewart, Oldman. Yeah, I'd rather have Oldman be the the, 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 the head guy. Yeah, we already know he could do terrorist well. Yeah, basically <laughs> uh, domestic terrorist. I would be, have to agree. He can do Dracula as well. Yeah, I still, I still not unless you want to see have it. 
I, it's uh, it's on it's in my queue. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Not unless you want to see Gary Oldman be the uh, the Booker guy in the in the beginning with the Mohawk. <laughs> oh, that could be Giamatti. Well, he was Johnny Rotten. Um, they moved made a movie about the Clash. He he was the lead singer of the Clash. It was oh. like a biopic. Okay, so he had like a punk rock look to him. That could be Giamatti. That'd be I think that'd be funny to have him as Giamatti <laughs> with, the, with the Mohawk. Yeah, like the <coughs> Giamatti version of trying to look rock. Where it's not, he looks like a dork. Off. He looks like a dork. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kind of guy that goes uh, to his black friend for shizzle, the mercer little. Like what? What are you doing? <laughs> I heard somebody say it. Yeah. Yeah. For shizzle, my nizzle. Yeah, about the <laughs> my sizzle. About the Patrick Stewart uh, playing a bad guy thing. Yeah, I always feel like guys who always play good guys should play a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tom Cruise, he's played a bad guy twice. Uh, collateral, mm-hmm. and he was Lestat in Interview uh, with a Vampire. Uh, interview with a vampire a- or the vampire? Interview, the, the, interview with the, the vampire? Was, I think it was Interview with the Vampire. Uh, I think it's Vampire. Oh, I don't know. But what I'm saying is like he crushed those two, and you're not, you're not used to seeing him as a bad guy. Yeah. You know who's never been a bad guy and who probably never will be? But uh, I'm curious what his bad guy role would look like could you ever picture his interview with the vampire no he was a bad guy fuck never mind i was gonna say the rock but in the mummy he was the scorpion king yeah yeah never mind fuck god damn it and he was also the bad guy in um get smart wasn't he oh yeah he fuck god damn it because bruce willis has been a bad guy oh yeah my guy's been a bad guy in a few movies Uh, do you have a so his yeah. is Bruce oh, Willis. Yeah, I, Mine's I, Kurt Russell. I Do you have this. one? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. No. I, I just. I don't know no. if I have a guy. Okay. You know. I mean, I just have actors that I just can't stand. I okay. mean, like I, I like some <laughs> of the movies, but it's because the story of the movie. But that fucking guy that I hate, Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. That guy, every fucking movie, he acts the same. But I like National Treasure. I like the excitement, the adventure of National Treasure, you know? And uh, He's a very bad guy and bad do, lieutenant. Do, do you like Face Off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who did you like? Did you like? But I, don't, I just don't <laughs> like Nicolas Cage. No, in Face Off, did you prefer him as Caster Troy or him as uh, Sean Archer? Sean Archer. Like, did you like him as a bad guy or as a good guy? Which one did you prefer more in Face Off? I, I liked when he switched roles. When he became good? Yeah. I mean, when we did that episode, that was our 100th episode. Yeah, And man. I told Adam, I said, can you imagine explaining this movie to someone who's never seen it? So Cage becomes oh. yep. uh, Cage becomes um, Travolta. Travolta becomes Cage. So Cage, who is now Travolta, has to go into a prison. And then da, 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 da. I, I realize that your mind would explode oh, if yeah. you've never seen this movie. We, just we, hearing we talked about it Cage, earlier. Travolta, uh, the girlfriend that I used to have in Pico Rivera. Uh-huh. I, she was the first person I ever had to explain Face Off to. Because everybody else in my circle knows it and loves it. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, you got to see this movie. And as I, I was explaining, I was like. Oh my god! You should not watch this movie. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I like these movies. I just don't like Nicolas Cage. The look on yeah. his face, the way he delivers the line, is the Ugh. same. Yeah, and it's Ugh. like uh. I'm going to save the day. <laughs> I'm going to prove. Oh yeah, I'm going to prove to you that there is a god. Right, in Connor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam, you do it very good. The the Rocket Man scene. In oh, yeah, the Rock. <laughs> you watch Rocket Man. 
I don't watch that soft shit. <laughs> like, oh, I was thinking about it because uh, I think it's you. <laughs> You're the Rocky Rocket Man. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the Candyman. Candyman. One of these episodes you were like, what is the Candyman? That guy who's the, I don't listen to that soft shit. He's the actor who played Candyman. Okay. That sounds like information I've heard somewhere. I'm Can- sure you've told me before. Candyman. Uh, was written by Clive Barker, the guy who wrote the story that Midnight Meat Train was based on, and then he also wrote all the he wrote the story that Hell all the Hellraisers were based on. The drummer from Blink One Eighty Two, Clive. No, this guy's oh. name is Clive Clive Barker. Oh. You're thinking of Travis Barker. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> Trivia. This is part of the show where we give out f- bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Sir Patrick Stewart said in an interview that when he finished reading the script at his country home in England, it was so terrifying that he locked up his house, turned on the security system, and poured himself a scotch. He then knew that he wanted to play Darcy Banker. He wanted to play the Darcy Banker role because a character that horrifying would be an incredible challenge and make for a compelling movie. All right. Okay. Red bootlaces are mentioned a couple of times, once in reference to people who were allowed to know what was going on and once when a character earns his or her red laces. Red boot lace color is an important signal in skinhead culture, indicating the wearer has shed blood for the skinhead movement. Racist skinheads will often randomly attack non-whites to earn their red laces. Wow. Okay. Well, so who did the bar manager kill? Or he j- I guess he just took care of the situation okay. good enough. Right. I don't know. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. <laughs> the budget for this movie is $5 million. Oh, my. That's real low. <clears throat> A24 makes a bunch of low-budget movies that usually get a good return on investment. Okay. Usually. Usually. Hint, hint. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so made five million. It needs to make. 15. Oh, and there's no foreign box office. This is just strictly the domestic. Okay, pool. Forty-two million. <coughs> uh, I'll go with twelve. It made three point two million dollars. Oh, <laughs> but it is getting a big following because it's on Netflix. And right, it's like a word of mouth movie. Yeah. That's what I figured because because all the good reviews it it. it but also no, nothing being said about it. At yeah. the time, it probably bombed. Picked uh, up steam later. This film debuted in 16th place on the weekend of May 13th, Friday the 13th, 2016, Ooh. with $411,376. Oh, my God. The number one movie that week in theaters was ugh, Captain America <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> Stupid movie. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast before I fit. Let me just read this. Right. This was the 181st highest grossing film in 2016. Number one that year was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about um, this guy. He hates like superhero movies like me. Yeah. And he said his main reason why he doesn't like like these Marvel movies is because people call them masterpieces and they put them on the same level as like Goodfellas or like, you know. Like actual like like yeah. Oscar winning movies, right. they put them on the exact same like level as them. And I was like, I could see that argument. Oh, that's not why I hate them. It's just, but they treat them like they're like like everyone is like a masterpiece. I'm like, did you hear Martin Scorsese? Yeah, all the nerds turned. Oh on yeah, they did. He said these aren't real <laughs> movies. These aren't real movies. These are like going to a theme park. Right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but you it's can't okay say to have that. an opinion. Yeah, but you can't say that. What do I say? 
it's okay to like a movie. Yeah. I always say that on this show. It's okay to like a movie. Right. Unless it's a superhero movie. Unless it's a superhero movie. <laughs> Just kidding. It's okay if you like a superhero movie. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be on the same categories. Mm-hmm. The, the, these are good time movies. The, the same way that, like, the Fast Five is, 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 is you, you can't call that a masterpiece either. That You're going to the theater or the Expendables movies. Uh-huh. The, these are movies to go and have a good time to. And that's it. You're not going to walk away with moral values or changing your moral compass. Uh-huh. It, it's just, oh, that was cool, man. Woo, remember that scene? Oh, did you see that scene? Yeah, that scene, that scene. <laughs> it's not like... Uh, well, the, the Deadpool is like both. Okay, yeah, okay. But he's not a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't call him a hero. <laughs> that was, that, that's a fun movie, yeah. and I think it's with, because of Ryan Reynolds, it's a masterpiece. Right. Love story and then family movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Dead Kennedys did the cover of the song. Um, we mentioned Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned uh, the Sinatra collection. Yeah. What website can you grab all these items from? If well, you if you want to buy uh, the music or maybe some artwork of your favorite artist to have with you on that island beach, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to Amazon. But before you go to Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our homepage. It takes you to Amazon. You do all your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Okay. That's 2016's Green Room, directed by Jeremy Saulnier. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. I got to change this part of the copy because iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's true. It's like podcast, movie, and then I forgot Radio. the third one. Radio, music S- or something. something. Yeah. Well, if you can somehow ra- leave us a review on the podcast, that whatever the thing is called. Yeah. It helps us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on the, the podcast, new, the new thing, <laughs> edit later. That'd be funny if you added that to every <laughs> yeah. back one and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch. That movie will go to the top of our list, and we'll watch it before any other request. Next week, sadly, our October horror oh, no. fest <laughs> sadly comes <laughs> to a conclusion, and the movie I picked to end it all is 2018's Halloween. Now, there's a reason why I picked this. We've done in the past, cowboy. We did the original 1978 Halloween, which Adam hated, lost mm-hmm. lost in time forever. Only it was only we know about it. Yeah, only we remember what was said. Yeah, it, that one and Trick or Treat were both lost, right? Yes, because yeah. we did that back to back. We did Halloween three, which doesn't even have Michael Myers. Oh my God. It's about like it does. masks. He's on a TV screen. <laughs> He's there for like uh, half a beat. Uh huh. Just to let us know, hey, this still exists in this world. Uh huh. <laughs> It has to do with like Halloween masks and a, and a warlock who wants know. to kill every child during Halloween season. Got it. We also did both Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Right. We also did Halloween Resurrection with Busta Rhyme. Busta Bus. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Adams hated all of them. So why, pray tell, am I picking Halloween 2018? Here's the reason why. Okay. There's technically four timelines of Halloween. So you always laugh at me with yeah. these. We did Jason X. Okay. That was the first like Friday the 13th movie we ever did for the podcast. And there was the 10th one. So I had explained to Adam what happened one through nine to get to him in outer space. So when I told him the timeline for each movie, his like head exploded. He's like, I can't believe these are real movies. Yeah. Like, this is so dumb. Well, Halloween, it's even worse because there's four, there's technically four timelines. Now that this one's out. Okay. So. This is retconning everything after the. Here's why, here, okay. here's why I picked this movie. 
We lost that episode five years ago. Yeah. This is the five-year anniversary oh. of that episode being lost. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the reason I picked Halloween 2018 primarily is because this one, you don't have to know parts two through, I think there's ten, or you don't have to know any other Halloween after the original. Okay. All you have to know is at the end of the original Halloween, Michael Myers is caught and he's put in a mental hospital. And Laurie Stroud, Jamie Lee Curtis, has like PTSD. That's it. That's all you need to know. You don't have to know that they're actually brother and sister. You don't have to know that he's part of a cult that's trying to kill every Myers bloodline. Like You don't have to know any of that. Whoa, what? Yeah, that's part four and five. Oh, my God. There's 11 movies, by the way. And then there's two more. There's two more after this. Oh, my. There's two more after this. And I, I enjoyed the Halloween 2018. I, I, you always tease me um, about the original Halloween. Yeah. You, when you did Happy Death Day, you, you ranked it. Uh, number three on this list is Hollywood's beloved Halloween. Yeah. Like you, always, like you always tease me about that. I really enjoyed this Halloween. And I thought that the ending of this movie, they, they put a nice bow on the uh, movie. Okay. On the franchise. But then it made a lot of money. So, so they announced so two more. And I'm like, here we go again. How is this going to happen? <laughs> All right. I don't know if you figure this out or not. He dies at the end of this one. What? Like every other like one. Like every other one yeah. before him. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so we got Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, 4, Return of Michael Myers, 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, 6, is The Curse of Michael Myers, curse. 7 ha- is H2O, Halloween, the, the Water one, uh, 8 is uh, Resurrection. Yes. And then it splits to the two remakes, the Rob Zombies, yep. and then the new one. Yes. So these are the new timelines. If you want to be technical. Yeah. And then in 2020, we're going to have Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. And then in 2021, Halloween Ends. <laughs> and how much – how – that that title, how – do you think they're sticking their guns on that? No. No. In, in 10 years, we're going to have another Halloween. Halloween Returns. <laughs> or Halloween, A New Beginning. So this Halloween 2018, <laughs> this is technically the third Halloween movie with the title Halloween. Because there was the original, two, yeah. The Rob Zombie is just yeah. called Halloween, and this one's just called Halloween. I just called Halloween 2018 as a designator. Danny McBride, what's Danny McBride is writing this? Yeah, he wrote this Halloween movie. Interesting. Yep. So there's four timelines. You don't have to know any of them. You just have to know that he was caught at the end of the first one. All right. That's 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 it. And because Halloween was a hit, they're now doing this with the new Terminator movie. Oh, I'm excited about that, actually. They're saying just ignore three and on. You just have to know one and two. That's it. Oh. The two good ones. You just have to know one and two. That's it. Well, Genesis kind of messed up with, messed with all the timelines because of Bowtie Doctor, Matt Smith. Oh, Genesis? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, with, with Amelia Clark as, uh, yeah. oh, my God. As Sarah Connor. As did, a, you, did you watch that? Oh, my God. <laughs> It was the first time. Did you watch that cowboy? I didn't know that that Which was one? Khaleesi. Okay, uh, Terminator Genesis. No, it has it has Matt Smith in it. Uh, he's, he plays a role, but oh my god, he's Skynet. He's like the physical embodiment of Skynet. Right. Yeah. I, I actually I, I went through a whole Terminator uh, binge with Annie. She's like we're, we, you haven't seen any of them, so we started from the beginning. And once I was over, I was like, okay, you had to watch that so we can watch the second one. And then, oh, yeah. and then she was into it from that point forward. So the first one was kind Did of like the second watch. one the best. Oh yeah, I think so. I think everybody likes the second one the best. Yeah, we we skipped right over Christian Bale. Yeah, 
I always every year for my thankful movie, I always talk about it's going to be Terminator Two, and then I never do it. We haven't done it. I thought we did. We never done Terminator no? Two. Oh, we just talk about it. We've time. done Terminator Three. Okay, we just fucking talk about it forever. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. So that was Green Room. Um, next week is Halloween 2018. It's streaming on HBO. I own the Blu-ray of it, so um, okay, very that's good. How, that's how I'll be watching it. It's kind of weird watching like a disc now. Do you have something to play it? Yeah, I have a Blu-ray player. Okay, it's just like. <laughs> I I I I, w- I watched an, another movie that I had on disc, and it was just so weird. Yeah, that there's like a menu. Oh right, menus you have to go through. Yeah, and then the f- I'm used to the fast forward buttons on the streaming where it goes like ten seconds, ten seconds, ten seconds. Right on this one, it goes like super fast. I'm like, whoa, right? <laughs> yeah, technology man. So I'm gonna watch it on Blu-ray, but you can stream it on HBO. Well, right. I'm sure you have a copy. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We won't say how it was obtained. Nope. Johnny Depp. Uh huh. Okay, so next week, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Until next All time, right. this is uh, Hollywood. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Cowboy. <laughs>